Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out board news. With us today, happy to have him back, David Lukacs, CEO, Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades in Canada under LQID for a fringe in the U.S., LQAVF. Really, really big news today because it's real-world, practical application of digital identity technology. And David and his group of Liquid Avatar, but David is the tip of the spear, has been pounding on digital identity for longer than anybody I know. And a lot of you heard me say this when we first met in Toronto, York region, sitting outside of a cafe and he's talking to me about it uh, two and a half years ago. I said, David, I see this. I just don't see it coming anytime soon. And here we are. So what you need to know about the company is this. The genesis of the company is a global blockchain and personal identity company. So what they do is they empower individuals to manage, control, and generate value through their biometrically verified digital identity, while also providing businesses and governments the ability to easily integrate uh, personal digital identity technology, which is pretty encompassing, in order to either create new business models or do better when it comes to government. More than just lip service, here's just one example. The Ontario government in 2021 released their digital ID strategy and the quote from that press release was, Ontario is one of the first jurisdictions in North America to announce that it'll issue and enable digital credentials. Uh, that was really big. And then that came, that was followed up by press release out of uh, Liquid Avatar, which is going to read that one. Liquid Avatar partners the Ontario Convenience Store Association to provide digital age verification solutions to over 8,000 stores. What's the news we're talking about today? Well, Liquid Avatar and the Ontario Convenience Store Association have now delivered a successful pilot of digital age verification solutions to reach those 8,000 retail locations. Let's talk about it. Exciting stuff, David. Welcome back, my friend. Wow. Always a mouthful, George. Always a mouthful. Well, I try and get that stuff out of the way because no, exactly. I want you people to know what it is we're talking about. Sure, Otherwise, absolutely. You know, it'll take them five, 10 minutes to catch up. So this is big. And I love it because it's a real-world application. But really quickly, for people who are new, give us that. This is more than just digital ID to prevent McLovin from you know, <laughs> buying liquor uh, at a liquor store, right? So if we can, just quickly in broad, broad strokes review what digital age verification is. It's not just that. It's so much more. Well, absolutely, George. I mean, age verification is used for a whole bunch of uh, applications. It's used, you know, if you want to receive cannabis at your house, right, it, when they deliver. Uh, and and if you want to order things sometimes online, they actually age gate you. If you want to buy liquor, cigarettes, lottery tickets, it's a requirement to do age verification. It's a legal requirement, a government regulation to do age verification. And at convenience stores in Ontario, 3 million people pass through convenience stores, uh, I believe, a, a day. I think it's a day. Um, um, and and so at the end of the... At it's the end massive. Of the, whatever it is, it's massive. Whatever it is, massive. Sorry, I just lost my number there. For a second. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So, it's, so a, the, it's a huge number. We it's all a know. huge number. It's a huge number. Anyways, and uh, at the end of the day, it's it's really important that that you know, people are age verified because the store, if they're not age verified, can be fined or lose their ability to sell a particular product. And, and in some cases, that small square footage that sells restricted age products can represent over 50%, almost 70% of their revenue. Tobacco, so 
tobacco, lottery tickets, um, any vaping products. And, you know, there's been talk about, you know, age restricting uh, energy energy drinks. And the um, convenience stores are absolutely looking to get alcohol products, uh, beverages into into stores. So at the end of the day, this is an important factor for them. They've got a 96% 96 success rate. They want to get it up to 100%. To do that, they've got to have something more than just you or I or our kids showing their ID at the counter and somebody looking at it saying, yeah, it's good, but it's expired or it's fake or it's this or it's that. So we've put together a system that uses verifiable credentials based on your verified identity to prove to the store that you are at age or above to buy that product without ever revealing your personally identifiable information. And that's the part that is, the first part's great, very important, but I think the second part is critically important because right now I walk into a place, not that anyone asks me for ID, but if I'm on the bubble and I flash in my driver's license or something like that, yeah. even worse, if it's my wife or my daughter, you know, they're flashing. So now the person behind the counter can see the name, can see an address, can see, you know, exact birth dates. Hell, I was even thinking if you got someone who's a really, you know, a really bad player, they can take a little snapshot with a little camera on them or something like that, that can capture all of that. And that causes a multitude of problems. So there's problems on both sides that you guys are going to solve through this. Well, it's, 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 it, where are the pain points, right? Business it accelerates based on pain points. Where are the pain points? For the consumer, the pain point is that um, I've got to show somebody identity that I don't want to show them. For the, for the store, they want to increase this number to 100%. And the staff are well-trained. And reduce risk to zero. And reduce risk to zero. That's and the, for the government, the government wants to proliferate digital identity. So this is, a, this is a trifecta opportunity for everyone. And we've not only done this, this is really important. We've not only done this um, in a way that the store can verify it, but we've done it so it can be done through the payment solutions that they already have in place. So we can connect to point of sale systems. We can connect to payment rails. We can do all that type of stuff that fully right. commercializes this. And I believe, and I say this, we say this in the release that we're the first of its kind, but I believe we're among the first in the world to do this. Because the and, first thing you see at convenience stores when you're buying stuff is you see lottery tickets right in front of you, but you also see debit, credit, all those terminals right there. Everybody so has front and center. And you guys are going to be leveraging which is so great. You guys are going to be able to leverage existing infrastructure to get that's this right. done, right? right. So, so that's really big. So let's talk about the pilot. You know, what the first announcement you put out OCSA was that you guys are going to do this, that you got to embark together on this and get yeah. it done. So here you are, probably about six months later, give or take a little bit. And mm -hmm. now you're, uh, and now you're looking at this pilot. What's the six? Well, it's actually three months, George. We did it in October. So wow, has it been that fast? I yeah. thought it was summertime, but you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So you guys are moving at, at lightning speed. Here. We are delivering on our mandate. That has been well, our goal. Deliver on what we promise. That's how we're going to create shareholder value. So how big was this test? And what's the significance of the fact that it went obviously well, well enough for you guys to announce we're moving the next steps? How, how well, it was an internal test. So so it, we, we've established a working group at the OCSA and its membership. And we got feedback from everyone on what we needed to do. We built around those needs and we've proven to the OCSA um, um, management that we can do this. And now we're bringing it out to the members and that'll be a pilot group of members. 
And, and it is a very diverse group. You've got single store operators, and we've seen many of those who walk in. Then you've got, you know, um, uh, gas and convenience store operators, and you've got chain store operators. There's a lot of different players in this, in this ecosystem. Yeah. So we've, there's a lot of um, uh, nuances that we've got to accommodate for. But we've broken it down into a system that can work really anywhere, any place, at any time. So uh, we're very, very excited about that. And it is, as you said, it's a real world application, but more so than just the real world application, it's got implications that go beyond this. This can extend to all types of other industries now that we're proving it in this industry. Well, I was thinking casinos, bars, nightclubs, restricted movies, I mean, on and on and on and on. Um, And and age gating online. Like uh, we we have technology that will allow us to if if somebody goes to an adult site or um, or an age restricted store um, or in in aftermath islands, if you want to visit Cannabis Cove or Vegas Island, everything will be age gated because that's the way it needs to it needs to be to to, to uh, comply with regulation. So a lot of people have to be watching this. First of all, so the next step is an in store pilot program, mm-hmm. and if and when that goes well then all then available to all 8,000 stores, right? Agreed. And, I've, and beyond. I've, I've got to think, even if we didn't talk about other industries, and we're going to talk about those in a second, even if we didn't talk about other industries, convenience stores is massive in North America. So is it fair to say, David, that other convenience store associations, first of all, just the British Columbia, the Quebec, the Manitoba, you know, and then into the U.S., is it fair to say that some of them have to be watching this as well? Because if it goes well, we're, we're already discussing with other organizations. Like, I mean, this is we, you know, you want to get it out in, into the marketplace. And, you know, we've made open invitations to other collaborators to come on board as well. So this, um, you know, as I often say, it takes a village to raise a child. And 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 we've done this part on our own and we can continue to do it on our own. But there's great um, uh, processors out there, um, major corporations that do. Uh, uh, card and transaction processing. There's great associations, chain stores, um, other organizations like bars, restaurants, whatever the case may be, that that all can benefit from this. So we're um, this is give me eight thousand stores is just Ontario. That's just Ontario. Yeah, that's that's what I said. I mean, forget about every province, which would be massive. They talk about every state. Well, we're also we're also in discussions, you know, across the water. So it's um, you know, I believe, we're looking I believe at this. That. Yeah, we're, that's we're, fantastic. Right, we're looking at that, and and then you know, and and you know, kind of a shameless plug. Um, this morning, uh-huh. uh, we did our first. Uh, I'm I'm co-chair of the VRAR Association for the Metaverse Committee. I'm one of four co-chairs. We did our first event, and a hundred people showed up. And one of the topics we that rose up was the metaverse and identity. So, like, there's. This is not going to be confined to just convenience stores. It's going to be, it, it's going to be everywhere, anywhere. Or in the real world. It's also going, exactly. going to be the metaverse. Yeah. If all goes well, David, if mm-hmm. the in-pilot, the ne- next day, next is the in-pilot store program. Yeah. So if that goes well, all goes well. Ballpark, we're not trying to pin you down to a date, but how long until you think you're able to go to the market and say, okay, we have a working solution. We're taking on. We're taking on customers now on mass. How long into ballpark? Well, I, I think I think if we break it down, Q1 is going to be all about getting the pilots done. Sure, that, that's really and and yeah. as you saw, you know, it's it's sort of Q4. We did our announcement. Q1, we're bringing out the technology. It's fast. You, know, you guys are moving. Back. I know, I know. Q2 
we're also going to do our testing. And then we hope to be, you know, in commercialization in the next, you know, Q or so. And, and again, it, there's still a lot of real world testing to do, but we're very encouraged by the results so far. And we've shown it to some other parties, um, some very large parties, and, and they're, um, they're shaking their head because they, some others have been trying to do it and just haven't been able to get done. I'm shaking my head and I don't shake my head very often. I've seen that. I've been doing this for 25 years. It takes a lot to impress me. And you guys are, you guys are doing it. So yeah, I was thinking that, that even if it's Q3 commercialized by Q3, that's, that's fine. I mean, that's uh well, yeah. And, and all our other products are commercializing too. Remember digital identity, you know, in our business, uh, digital identity is at the core of everything we do. And around that we've got our avatar. So once you have your digital identity, it's easy to give you, you know, a very, um, not just our standard 2D avatars, but a very um, uh, pervasive 3D avatar. And then from there, um, it means you can take that avatar and that digital identity and move it into the metaverse and or multi or the multiverse. It depends on what happens. So it's amazing how you guys I know it's just and, and we've been talking about this for well over a year. And like, you're doing it. I got to give you credit. Yeah, you know, so we're, I, I, we're, we're good friends. We've been doing business for a long time. When you first talked about this, is it David? This sounds great. I can see it, but it's so far off that how do you how do you build a business that you may be too early and bang, you prove you prove me wrong. By the way, let's talk about the business model. Since you talk about that, you talk mm -hmm. about onboarding consumers and all that. Sure. Let's, you know, shareholders are watching, potential shareholders are watching. Sure. How does Liquid Avatar? Let's just talk about the convenience store real world application. And then, sure. you know, for and I guess that would kind of be for all the other real worlds. How do you guys? make money how do the shareholders see a, uh, a value generated well there's still again it's still early days um but but you know any convenience store or any location pays every time they um they uh transact with the credit card or debit card there's a fee now we're not we're we're not looking at that type of um, um fee structure to be much much smaller but there is you know, pay as you go there is the opportunity for subscription and there is an opportunity We've, we've, we believe we have interest from sponsors as well that will offset the oh, cost so. for small. Well, oh. you think about it. Um, there are organizations, whether they're government, crown corporations, um, uh, uh, product companies that would be happy to ensure that, that their constituents are at 100% verification. It just makes their job easier, right? It's, um, um, you know, if, if, and I'll use an example, if, if tobacco companies, are on, on both sides of the fence. They want to sell more tobacco products, of course, but they also have become much more socially responsible. So they want to ensure that the products are in the hands of the people who are of age um, restriction or age verification or qualification because it makes their job easier when they go to governments. So, um, and the same with alcohol beverages and lottery tickets and everything else. These people have marketing budgets that may want to support this program. So there's lots of different avenues that we're looking yeah, at. Yeah, another touch point makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's another yeah. touch point. And 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 even, you know, it's 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 funny because, you know, if you think about the demographic, the demographic is perfect for our metaverse. So um Aftermath Islands is looking at becoming one of the sponsors because it makes sense. Um, you know, if there's there's lots of avenues. It's the right demographic. If you've hey, got the right you've got to, hey, George, you've got a digital ID. Want we come on in? The water's fine. Well, <laughs> come on in. The water's fine. So going back to the business model. So it sounds like, hopefully, if all goes well, you're gonna have thousands of locations that are either pay pay per you know per, per event or most likely subscription, right? So I got George's mm -hmm. convenience store, and yeah. I say, hey, I'll pay. Uh, 
whatever. I'm going to you know, X amount of dollars per month, mm-hmm. but stack thousands of locations, paying that every month, and you got incredible cash flow. You know, starting to come into the company. Well, let me give you an example. Is I'm going to give you an example, which isn't pertinent to Canada, but in the UK, they 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 have someone at, in the self serve checkout area that at supermarkets that does age verification. They stand there, someone stands there 80 hours a week, okay, at, at even at minimum wage, which is about, let's say about $15 an hour, right? So you've got 80 hours of supermarket. $1,200 a week, right? Just to, right. Pay for just, just to verify identity, just to verify identity. It, we can, in, in just a, less than a couple of hours, we can replace that entire expense. Now, it doesn't mean we suggest that the the the, the storefront moves someone yeah, out yeah, the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. You're right? not but, to people, but that's going to happen, unfortunately. That's right, gonna, but but that's the fact happen. is that this is so valuable, and if it supports the ability for convenience stores to get other products into their um, mix, it means they have a better um, opportunity for success. And corner stores, especially during the pandemic, have been literally the backbone of some communities yeah. you know where larger stores have closed or been restricted convenience stores we we might think of convenience stores as as a small location or a variety store in our area but in some rural locations these stores represent the main opportunity yeah, to buy absolutely. you know ready to go groceries so so we're really excited about this on a on a business level on a social level on a um, um, even to support the, the political wins that might be out there. I mean, the Ontario government has not released their digital identity. Um, they're looking potentially for winning opportunities. We believe that this could be a winning opportunity to for the Ontario government and, and some of the other players in the industry. But George, I also want to be very clear about this. It doesn't just do identity and age verification. We can now do COVID credentials, vaccination credentials that are tied to your identity. So... So we can assure that when you walk into a restaurant, we could do two things. Walk into a restaurant and ensure that you're age verified and that you've got your credentials at the same time. Or so there's lots of different any applications. Any credential that may be necessary mm-hmm. at, any, at any place of business. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. David, uh, by the way, I was about to end the interview right there, but I do want to mention, or I do want to say this. Can I infer, because you know, I'm a really smart guy. Can mm-hmm. I infer from you knowing that in the UK, there are people who are paid to sit there in convenience stores at, you know, all 80 hours a week. You know that because you're speaking to convenience stores or those kind of stores in the UK? Because that seems like an oddball piece of information to know, um, unless you know it for business reasons. Well, you know, it's, it, look, we're, we're talking to organizations around the world. We're, we're, not, we're not sitting at home. I've mentioned this before. In a, in a recent report by Gartner on, on, uh, on you know, emerging digital technologies and digital identity, they named um, uh, well over a dozen companies. Um, they're, they're, the lo- list is exhaustive, but they identif- identified about a dozen companies. I think two of them were in Canada, one of them was us. And, and the other, some of the other players included people like you know, Microsoft and MasterCard and IBM and Jumio. So um, we, were, we were in really, really good company. And, and the other thing too is, is, I just want to mention this because I think it's really important. Identity is going to become more important to the metaverse simply because I mean, Microsoft's recent announcement, I know we'll get to it another, at another time, but for $69 billion for Blizzard, World of Warcraft has been, and I played World of Warcraft for 20 years, so I'll admit that, but um, thank you. Um, I resemble that remark. 
Um, but at the end of the day, I can open up 20 accounts. You know, it, it, there's no there's no gating for anything. So so we see this as a massive opportunity offline in the real world and online in the digital world for so many reasons. And age verification starting in the province of Ontario is really great. And we we're, we're really pleased to be here. Well, I'll end it with this. If anybody out there is watching because you're just getting to know Liquid Avatar and David right now, and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, this guy's reaching for the stars because he thinks it's got implications in gaming and metaverse. Remember one thing. This is a guy I sat down for two and a half years at a ca- two and a half years ago at a cafe uh, north of Toronto and said, this is coming. And I'm a tech guy and I didn't see it coming. I saw it coming, but not this fast. That's for sure. He's way, he's, he blew me out of the water. He did it. He was way more right than I thought I was. So if he was right then, when it still wasn't in the mainstream conversation, technology applications, tech didn't even really exist, you can bet he's probably right now. And uh, David, we're betting on you. Congratulations on another amazing milestone with Ontario Convenience Stores. And can't wait to have you back on next time. I know we're going to talk about probably metaverse stuff, but I can't wait to also have you back for Digital ID and the in-store pilot program. Thank you, George. Great to be here. Thank you. For everybody at home, you've been watching, you've been listening by podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to David Lukat, CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, LQID in Canada, LQAVF on, 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 uh, the, in the U.S. Get to their Gorecom profile to get the thousand-foot view. Then from there, link over the company's website to do your deep dive diligence. Don't say we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.